0: Following is an ORED Podcast Network production, bringing on demand geek audio straight to your eardrums, one podcast at a time. To listen to more great geek audio podcasts, check out the ORED Podcast Network at OREDPodcastNetwork.com, iTunes, and Stitcher Radio. 11pm somewhere podcast it is episode 20 ladies and gentlemen my name is Ian I am your hop Jedi and each week I jump on my beer crate adorned my craft beer pod parachute, shooing away the bland tasteless dullards of the beer producing worlds to lend my voice to the Irish craft beer revolution thank you for daring to put the world's most dangerous beer podcast into your ears this week and it is the best podcast on craft beer in the country and coincidentally the only one as well see Dave I got two weeks out of that one so, let, Before we get into the show, I want to say thank you to everyone who's been supporting the podcast so far. Uh, it's been hugely humbling um, to get the kind of response that I've been getting, especially when I've been going out and meeting people. Um, on Friday night there, just gone out, I was over at an event in Offaly um, being held by Bro Bristle, Dave Guilfoyle giving a talk in uh, Hugh Lynch's pub about the Bow beers and the importance of their brewery in terms of the locality and what they want to do more of locally and I actually got to meet up with Simon Broderick from the Simon Says podcast which was great to actually be able to meet him in person as well, and then as always, as always, Jameson Vanguard there, I love talking to that guy, such a fountain of knowledge, and always get some interesting riffing going back and forth, and I was in tow with my usual sort of uh, craft beer buddy, the Irish beer snob Wayne Dunn, uh, we are trouble incarnate, wherever there is one, there is the other, it is a dangerous combination, ladies and gentlemen, yes it is, I just want to also say that the um, Patreon site, has been getting a fair bit of hits and a bit of interest as well, which I'm really happy to see. And this has actually been sort of hugely important because I don't think this has actually ever been tried before in the Irish craft beer blogging scene, and certainly not in Irish craft beer podcasting. Well, since I kind of sort of broke the virginity of that one in with this podcast... uh, it's it's a whole new experience, but it's good to see that it is getting activity from people, even if there hasn't been any sponsorship on it yet, or no one's decided to become a patron. It is hugely encouraging that people are actually willing to even consider looking at it and thinking about it as well. And that has been hugely important. So, moving on to this week's show, now I've got all those kind of shenanigans out of the way. Um, first of all, we are on episode 20. And you know, when you're on episode 20, there's only one thing you can do. I was just looking for a real excuse to actually use that in one respect. So, yeah, it is. Um, Again, thank you for uh, checking out 20 episodes of the podcast today. Thank you to everyone. The podcast has been growing and growing and growing and growing. Listenership's been just increasing. Interest in the podcast and the blog has been increasing. And as you know, we've been taking on more styles of content into it. I recently started the Bastard Dogs web series, which is something I'm particularly proud of. Um, even though it, I, I think the first episode looks kind of weird and looks kind of grainy and everything else, it will get better. This is me being able to do everything myself. In the past, when I've been directing traffic for these sorts of things, whether it was with Loot Junkie or other things, I've never had to do everything end-to-end myself. So apart from being a fantastic learning experience, like uh, it is something that has been hugely satisfying and gratifying to be able to complete and that's basically going to follow my foray into the world of homebrewing. Uh, because like, as much as I love craft beer, and as much as I think I know, and everyone else thinks I know, uh, about craft beer, I know fucking nothing about the technicalities of brewing a beer. I don't even... I understand what the steps are, I can, I could talk about them, but if I were to get into the technical intricacies, guess what, I'm a total noob, just like most other people who drink craft beer. Uh, so it's something that I want to learn more about, and I want to get practically good at, so I want this kind of to be a warts and all, so people can actually learn from my mistakes, because I think too often what happens is you get these uh, videos, or get these blogs, and very often the uh, glaring mistakes get hidden away from people. They don't get shared. And as a result, people don't learn shit from them. Uh, it's very it's a very difficult to learn from something perfection. So I'm one of these guys who believes that everything plus the kitchen sink should be just fucked at things. And I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to leave it as it is, warts and all, uh, very sort of unmoderated as well. Um, in terms of, like, if I make mistakes, I'm going to talk about them. I'm going to try and post videos as much as I can. I've set up its own Twitter feed aside from it as well because I've set up a small home brewery on Untapped called Bastard Dog Beers. And part of the thing that I'm going to do is, as I'm making the beers, I'll start handing out beers to people I know who'll actually give me an honest opinion. And if beer is crap, it'll tell me. It's they'll tell me it's crap. I'll hand it out to a couple of people who are technically proficient at making beer and they'll give me feedback about what I could have done better as I talk to them about what I did during the process. Maybe they can watch some of the videos and some of the, and look at some of the tweets that I put out as well. And again, I want this to be a really good learning experience. And I want them to be things that I'm able to then take and feed back into that series as well. It's not just going to follow one beer. It's going to follow multiple beers. So you're going to see my entire learning experience in homebrewing. And I think this is really cool and it's really important. I don't think this is done often enough. And so I don't think I've ever seen it done in the Irish or the beer blogging scene where someone's actually done videos and everything else and followed the whole thing through Uh, so that's going to be doing that I've also started recently the beers music food blog series which basically is it'll be once there's nothing regular about this it's when I actually have content to post for this where I'll do is I'll talk about a beer that I've consumed recently that I really like why I like it and some of my thoughts around the beer as well. There'll be a music video of a track that I really dig or been listening to a lot lately. That'll be in there, or something that I really like out of my own personal collection. And then the food side sort of things will be a food tip, because I am a foodie, I love cooking. Um, I did spend a bit of my time in my early 20s as a chef in the kitchen as well, and I love c- cooking at home. So I'll be sharing some of my tips, or even some like reviews of places where I've been, and that'll come out once every so often as well. So as you can see content is being expanded and then I'm still in the process of putting together the sort of once a month Google Hangouts round table that I'm going to start it as. Uh, At the moment I'm just waiting on a brand new webcam to come in. My experiments with my really dire crap old webcam um, went pretty okay, it's just the quality is terrible. So at the moment that's being sorted out. Uh, I've had to sort of lay out the guts of about €115 on that webcam, and I've got a pull-up banner being done for me as well, so I can create a backdrop, and that's also coming in and costing a chunk of change, it's uh, the guts of about another 100 so... As you can see, not willing to skimp on on what needs doing to try and make this the content as good as possible, to give it like as polished and edge production as I can, so I can learn more as I'm going along, too. So, these are all the things you can expect to come through, and if you have any feedback on any of the new content types, or anything you'd like to interject, or anything like that, drop me an email, show at 11pm somewhere.com, or drop me a tweet on the Twitter machines at 11pm somewhere. So... Phew! Now that all that's out of the way and you're over the boring preachy crap, let's get into the good stuff. This week's show I wanted to talk about topic of summer beers and summer beers, summer craft beers in the Irish market. Now uh when I started into doing this podcast last year and actually then started doing my untapped series, I was actually just in the I think it was the middle of the summer at that point, and I'd been starting to pick up things like Brooklyn Summer Ale. And there was a couple of other sort of really light session beers from the from abroad at that point. Um, I was drinking, actually, quite an awful lot of uh, Brewdog beers at that point as well, like Dead Pony Club and everything else, which as everyone knows is a quite a light beer. So what I wanted to do was, we are heading into that season. We're going to start seeing summer beers coming in on tap in our craft beer pubs. You're going to see more of them turning up in stores, whether they're ones by Irish suppliers or whether they're ones by uh, foreign brewers. But there's also a couple of beers that are already out there and have been that you can put your hands on. I want to sort of talk about them as well. So, what I want to do is, I want to talk about it from the Irish side of things. Okay, you've got Sam Black's um, Kinsale Session beer, which has come out quite lately. And that is like a really, yes, it's a Session ale and it can stand on its own as a Session ale. But I do think that the fact that, it, number one, it's very light beer, which makes it great for summer drinking. And two, it's quite refreshing, quite citrusy, quite fruity. I think it is just the, it is a really, really good example and I think it actually stands up quite well next to something like Brooklyn Ale's Summer Ale as well. So I think it in fits in, in that category quite nicely. If you haven't tried it, go and try it there. It's been I've actually managed to even now locate it in super value near me in Selbridge, which has been really, really good and I've spotted in a couple of other off licenses as well, um around the place, including O'Brien's. So this might be an apt opportunity for you if you haven't tried out Session and you have been a fan of his Black IPA or the Kinsale Pale Ale. Go and check this out. I think it'll make a really great summer beer as we come into these months as well. Now, Galway Bay have got their Saison at the moment, which is um, Marin Delamare or something like that is what it's called. Uh, it's one of their pilot series. It was a pilot series from just before the current uh, peanut butter stout Um that is a Saison beer. It's nice. Do I think it's exceptional? No, I think it is a pretty good Saison though. And Saison is actually a really good beer. It's a type of summer beer for, um, in just in terms of, of what it is, the story behind how Saisons are actually put together. Never knows, I think it's a great summer beer. But coincidentally, I believe that Saisons also make a pretty good sort of harvest beer as well for that August-September time of year. Uh, but nonetheless, it is quite nice. It, it does have a quite a nice fruity taste to it. It does have that all the usual hallmarks that you'd expect with a good Saison. Um, but it is worth looking at as well. So if you haven't tried it out, it is only available on draft. It's not in bottles, so go and check it out in one of the Galway Bay pubs. uh in Dublin, whether that's BrewDoc, Black Sheep, or Alfie Burns... Um, Go and check them out. If it's over in Galway, go and check it out. There are other Galway ones, especially the Salt Hill one. Now, moving on. Recently, I was at the um, Boyne Valley Food Series event held at Brew Brewery. And I was talking to Dara, who's the brewers over there. And I was actually fortunate enough to be able to try their Saison... Uh, which is currently brewing as well, and it is a hefty bastard of a beer. I mean, this thing is going to be kicking in around 7.1%, maybe up to 7.5%, and I tell you, the he's got Palisades hops up in this, and it is going to be a big, peachy, fruity, take-no-prisoners, but at the same time not want to knock you flat out like uh, Floyd Mayweather. It's going to be one of those great beers in that respect, and I think once it, it settles itself down, once it gets into that point where it's actually primed properly and it gets into that's going to be amazing now as to how that's going to be distributed yet i don't know it's a conversation that i'm hoping i'll get to be able to pick up with dar at some point over the coming week and especially as allegedly i'm supposed to be helping out for the dublin beer ladies event which is upcoming i think next weekend yeah i think it's next weekend uh because apparently i agreed i would help out with that that's kind of good than I am. Um, so I'll find out more about that Saison and what I'll do is I maybe I'll put a do a quick podcast interview with Dara about it, and I'll be able to insert it into the next show or something like that, which will give people a bit of an update. So I mean I know there's a couple of guys out there at the moment who are working on Saisons and have them sitting around. Uh, at the moment, and they're just getting ready to go and drop them out this year. But another sort of summery beer, which I think is, and I don't think it's necessarily that it is designated as a summer beer, but it is a session beer, which I think, again, just like Sam's Session Ale, coincidentally fits in it, and that is the Trouble Brewing uh, Graffiti uh, Unfiltered Pale Ale. I think this is going to be a fab beer to have around over the summer, uh, and I'm hoping it does stick around over the summer as well. It's fruity, it's not obnoxious, um, it's light. Um, it, there's, here's, the pro- here's the thing It is, this, and when I say it's a problem, it's not really a problem, because I do like the beers that guys in trouble churn out. Huge fan of their Dark Arts, Porter, really, really love that. Love Sabotage, and absolutely love Deception as well. Um, but one of the things that I find with this beer is, I'm drinking it, and I love that first, like that tip of the tongue feeling, that feeling around the... the uh, the, the outside of my tongue and the general mouthfeel feel left but at the very end of the finish I'm kind of there wishing it was a lot heavier um, because the up front is just so great I think just the finish for me just uh, drops off too much it's a bit like um, after you get over the excitement of a roller coaster it's like that if you spend too long actually coasting to bring you back into the station that the, uh, the adrenaline is worn off by that point and you don't have the wobbly leg syndrome going on but nonetheless, an incredible beer, and I highly recommend you go and try it. Especially the fact that it's unfiltered. Um, I think I'm probably on the record with a number of people at this point, and probably saying that I dig unfiltered beer. Um, I think it's. I don't think it necessarily changes anything in terms of the taste. Um, apart from sort of the feel and the texture of the beer in your mouth, I don't think it changes to like the fundamentals of how the beer is actually going to taste. Being very honest with you, uh, apart from texture, uh, again. There are some out there who will probably exclaim that unfiltered, of course, is a difference in the taste, um, besides texture. But, you know what, I'll leave that for those people to argue. I'm not going to argue it, and I am certainly don't believe it personally anyway. But anyway, nonetheless, great beer. If you haven't already tried it out, go and check it out. Now, they're the ones that I'm aware of right now that are kicking around that I think are actually quite good. And ones that I highly recommend you actually go and check out. Um, because I do think they are number one very very worthy of checking out number two I think that they are a a series of beers that you know what over the summer you're going to want to keep dipping into them especially if you want to get into the Irish craft beer side of things Um, if you however are one of those people who's like you know what I'm an equal opportunity alcoholic I treat all my craft beers equally and you know what I'm like that too I treat my foreign beer and my Irish beers quite equally as well, and I like having that counterbalance, and sometimes I like having one to be able to reference another, especially when I find an Irish beer that's young, and I know that its, it's sort of distant older cousin is the American beer, and I, can, I sort of kind of look at it almost like it's a Genesis moment in one respect. Uh, in terms of the foreign beers, Oakham Ale Citra. Now, this is a beer which some people will come in for and say, Jesus, and you just picked Marmite freaking Citra don't care citra's amazing and i've yet i have actually yet to meet someone um to like personally to my face goes citra is fucking horrible i've yet to meet someone who's done that everyone i've met really, really digs or citra i know bo bristle dig their citra and their beers beer snob i know loves this citra um simon i know simon broderick i know really likes this beer because um, we've had a discussion about this before, especially because I recommended it. And a couple other people who have recommended this beer to you have gone and picked it up. And the first thing that they said was, especially because it was earlier on in the year, uh, when I was talking about this, I think on Untapped, um, actually I'm starting to get an awful lot of followers on Untapped lately. Guys, thank you so much for following. If you want to follow me on Taps, just look for 11pm somewhere. Send me a friend request, I'll add you back, no problems. And if I see you're drinking stuff, eh, I'll give you a cheers and I'll toast you. So no problem with that. So I anyway mean, this beer when I'd recommended to the people, I'd actually gone as far as to like Dave Gilfoyle from Beaubristle, he was in Offaly, and Dave was down this neck of the woods and actually went out of his way to Selbridge to locate this beer tried it and really digged it I think it's a great refreshing beer it's a single hop ale made with citra and there's piles of it in there it's not too heavy I mean okay the alcohol ABV is a lot higher than you would consider like a session ale like maybe session by Sam definitely more than dead pony club and it's definitely more than the graffiti beer as well but it doesn't feel heavy it doesn't feel like it's ABV which is great it actually feels like one of the lighter ones because it's single hop citra and it's a lovely refreshing it's like it's it's in a, The colour of it is, is slightly shocking in one respect and you pour it into your glass, but I guarantee you the taste is something that you'll dig. And it is something that on a scorching ass summer's day, you're standing over a barbecue, you're cooking up some steaks, you're cooking up some wings, you're cooking up some ribs, you're doing some baked taters and shit like that on your barbecue. You're going to want a beer like this by your side, trust me, it's going to be your best friend in keeping you cool while you're sweating your ass off over that barbecue great beer really enjoy it and it's an all year round now i'm going to actually just pull While i'm mentioning this beer i like to mention an irish counterpart to this because i believe this beer fits beautifully as a a swapping beer with this and that is mountain man's green bullet which is made of course it's a single hop pale ale made with the green bullet hops which are again a kiwi hop oh, i love my kiwi hops i really, really do at this point i'm actually really really getting heavy into these um this is an amazing interchange beer with Citra uh, by Okamals. The two of them together are, um, I would say, they are like the Steve Tyler and uh, and Perry from Aerosmith. That like the Toxic Twins. The two of them just go together perfectly. It's brilliant and I think they work particularly well together as well and they balance off each other nicely and I think that's another great summer beer, even on it's own I think it will be a great summer beer because I love it because it's refreshing it's fruity, the aromatics out of it smell like a summer's day, like where there's a good grassy smell going on and everything else and you want that kind of like where you're deciding you're at the point where you're like thinking you know what shit I'm going to take some chilled pineapple, I'm going to cut it into some chunks, I'm going to get some uh, mint sugar, I'm going to sprinkle it over it and that's so I'm going to have it or you're going to make up some some like chili sugar to put onto some like chilled mango and you're going to consume it again there's those kind of summery type of vibes going on with it brilliant and I utterly love them now going back into foreign beers uh, I know that's like me jumping around an awful lot in terms of tone and everything else but I get really excited about those two beers because I really love them and when I had them back to back I was like Jesus this is like an amazing and enigmatic moment for me Um, and a real moment of discovery but again Try them both out, amazing. And don't forget, Mountain Man's Green Bullet is cheap as chips. It's about two twenty nine a bottle. It's probably one of the cheaper craft beers that's out there from an Irish producer. In fact, it's ridiculously cheap compared to other things. Um, but again, I love it nonetheless. Now, foreign beers. Brooklyn Summer Ale. Uh, I have, again, number of people I know who love this beer. Are, there is a lot of people who have a lot of time for this beer as a summer beer this, will hit the shelves again, and it'll be in your O'Briens and all the rest of it, and it's going to be one of those beers where you're just going to like, you know what, I'm going to have a stash of these for the summer, and towards the back end of the summer where you know it's going to start disappearing, you may end up picking up a couple of them and sticking them away, you know, as you get into the September months when you're feeling a bit fucking miserable as the weather starts to change, Uh, you're going to want to have one of these beers around to try and remind you of the summer as as misery sort of envelops you from... An atmospheric and and a weather standpoint. Really, really solid beer. Can't talk highly enough about it. Then you're going to have a couple of... Maybe you might have some of the Sierra Nevada stuff come over as well. And if that does, that'll be great. Put your hands on it. Because I guarantee you, you will really, really enjoy that. Now, I do think... Given the growth of craft beer over the last year in this country and like whatever about the 2012 to 2013 having like a huge amount of growth attached to it I do think 2013 going into 2014 was, was a much larger growth of craft beer in terms of market penetration more people drinking it more interest in it more bars wanting to actually carry it more off licenses starting to stock the different varieties of it and certainly more uh, uh, better uh, availability and knowledgeability existing around it I do think as we get into the Fourth of July side of things, which in in sort of the last two years has seen like a fair amount of sort of U.S. tap takeover things happening in various beer pub, craft beer pubs around the country, and in off licenses, and um, bringing in specialty beers as well. Uh, from the US specifically for around this period of time I do think we're going to see a number of other specialties somewhere else suddenly come into play with this which I think will be fantastic and I'm hoping that we'll see a couple other saisons maybe as people start spotting saisons and maybe you'll have a couple of like uh, buyers that are in off licenses just being that little bit savvy and being aware that there's a number of Irish saisons out there maybe throwing a couple of saisons from the continent out into the mix as well Uh, I think that's a good possibility that's going to happen it's one of those things where you're really going to have to keep an eye on it and see what's going on and find out what beers are. And you know what? You can find it. There's a great way to find out what beers are going on. Go up onto... If you're not a member of Beor, for God's sake, go and chip in your fiver, join their forums... Get access to them and there's a huge amount of people up there who'll know some great beers you can put your hands on and where you can put your hands on, especially if you're looking at some weird summer beers. And as new ones are coming out, guys who have already experienced this, like uh, John who writes the Beer Nut blog and so on, or Ruben who does Tale of Ale. Uh, they'll have blog posts about these up there and they'll have posts up on the Bjor forum as well so go spend your fiver, go join Bure. if you like craft beer, you want to support the growth of craft beer in this country and the propagation of craft beer and the protection of it and growth of it away from the uh, suit wearing fizzy piss pushing uh, piss heads from the macro breweries join Bior. Go on to Bior.org, join, Craft your Fiverr, get some vouchers and get to know some really really great people out there and join a fantastic community of people that exist. Now if you're an El Cheapo bastard you're just like Ian, hey dude, time's tight dude, I ain't got a Fiverr to spend shit, I barely even have to spend on my craft beer. Um, head up onto the boards.ie forum and go into the beer forum in there. Yes you're gonna have to wade through fizzy piss threads but There is always some threads going on up there about craft beer, and again, some very knowledgeable people. Uh, Boards, I would say, is, um, how do we put this politely? It is an enigma wrapped in a very, very tight bubble inside a mystery yeah, that's a pretty good way to put it. Uh the community up there can be very divisive, it can be they can be very welcoming, they can be very informative, they can be very cordial, but Jesus, they can also be um quite sardonic as well. And bear in mind I've been a member of boards.ie going back uh shit, a long time actually. Uh, i very one of the very, very early members of it as well. That's that's fucking scary when I think about that. That's a, I've been on the internet a long time, kids. Really and truly, I've been on the internet a long time. So you can check it out in those forums as well. Again, you can also head up onto the Craft Beer subreddit, which again, we're starting to populate with articles. We're starting to populate it more. It's starting to get a heck of a lot more subscribers to it, heck of a lot more traffic to it. So keep it going. If you're interested in being a moderator, touch base at myself. Uh, via email or or contact uh, the Irish Beer Snob. He's the other main moderator of this with me. This has sort of been our little pet project to try and take Irish craft beer into cyberspace properly Um, and to do our bit based on our expertise. He knows a lot about blogging about craft beer. I've only started getting into this in the last couple of months in terms of just blogging about it, not drinking it. Uh, I've done my fair share of drinking and I've done an awful lot of your fair shares of drinking. People, you've seen the video, if you haven't, for Bastard Dogs episode one. I've worked hard for this body. Um, so go and check today. We're looking for moderators, always looking for people who are looking to do content. However, the other thing I'm now actually going to put a call out for when I'm talking about this as well, uh, just before I go and close out the show, um, I am actually looking for, if are you a craft beer blogger? And I'm sure there are plenty of listeners. Are you a craft beer brewer? I am looking for people who are interested every so often in doing a guest blog. Up on the 11pmsomewhere.com uh, website. And again, all you need to do is email me the article. I'll proofread it, do your spell checks. Some of you sons of bitches can't be trusted. Uh, shit, I can't be trusted. That's why uh, spell check saves my ass. Although, on occasion, as you've seen, doesn't always. Um, and I'll do is then I'll post that article up. And if you need a link back to your own blog or any graphics you want to include in it, again, just send them on to me as well. If you're interested, please get at me and let me know, show at 11 com. And as promised, as you can hear, that is definitely the sound for last orders. I want to thank everyone once again who's been checking us out over the course of these 20 episodes. People who've checked out the videos that I've posted up on the 11pm somewhere YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash user forward slash 11pm somewhere. Check it out, we're starting to get more videos going up there I've got a couple of more videos to prep over the course next week. You people have no idea how much effort it takes to do these videos. Uh, I'm getting better at it. Uh, the one I did for Dave from Bob Bristle, his talk in Hugh Lynch's, that went up on Friday night. For some reason, that turned out to be a really quick video to go and edit. Uh, apologies for how dark it is. Uh, dumbass here forgot to go and stick on the auto flash uh, for video on his iPod Touch. Because that's what kind of a genius I am. But like I said, these things will get better. I if Hey, look, let's be honest. As I'm doing these, you got to bear one thing in mind. I am the one-man clusterfuck. If there's something that can go wrong in terms of the production of this podcast, production of content, trust me, it will happen. Um, but it will get always get better because I'll always be looking to improve it. Uh, if you want to go and check out the show... Uh, each week you know I'm available on iTunes and Stitcher Radio please drop a rating and review because it helps the show climb the ladder to podcast charts and you can always hit the show up on the Twitter machines at 11pm somewhere for the Bastard Dog web series at Bastard Dog Beers if you want to join a mailbag episode and we're going to have one towards the end of this month uh, send an email to show at 11pm somewhere.com with your questions your comments your thoughts um your rantings, your ravings, your likes, your dislikes, let me know. Hit me up with an email and I'll do as I'll sort it out. I also want to point out that if you're interested in becoming a patron of the show, in other words, kicking through a couple of shekels to help keep the show on the road, keep it free, be able to help me cover the costs of all the upgrades and stuff that I'm putting into so I can bring you guys some great content. Cause don't forget, I do this for the working man and woman. I do this for the working male and female brewer in their breweries as they're brewing their beers. Whether you're going to work, from work, in work, stealing time from the man. I'm doing this podcast for all y'all. So if you want to go and kick in a couple of shekels, check out the Patreon page. You can visit through 11pmsomewhere.com. So until next time, I've been me, you've been you. And as always, the last person left standing not only has to turn out the lights, but they also have to make sure to go and settle the beers. Cheers to you, craft beer drinker Addy. The Irish Craft Beer subreddit contains all the latest news, reviews, blogs and posts from around the internet about Irish Craft Beer. To find out more, check out www.reddit.com slash or slash Irish Craft Beer. Join the revolution.